welcome to the local side of Key West. I am your host, Kelly, and with me always is my handsome co-host, Keith. What up? <laughs> and this week we're talking about the historic Seaport District. Let's go. You wouldn't be able to hear it anyway. Cheers. Oh, yeah, I never have ice in my drink. Oh, this week we're having Keith's famous margaritas. I think maybe next week on the podcast, if we have time, I'm going to do a video of Keith making his margarita. It's famous. What are you going to do? So maybe we'll do like a live video along with our podcast where people can watch. Let's just plan on doing it. So add me on Facebook. That's where we're going to do it. Add me on Facebook and maybe Instagram. And we're going to... Uh, my Facebook is, we want to do the concierge girl or should we do Kelly? Kelly Hopkins, just find me. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you can't find me, shoot me an email and I'll help you find me. But we're going to go live on Facebook. I'm making us commit to this, you know. Live on Facebook, Keith's famous margarita recipe. We're giving it away. No, we're not. <laughs> they, they, better commit. Watch, they better watch close. Commit. Add me now because I'll start posting times at the end of the work week. At the, so maybe like Monday, I'll start posting times. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. Woo-hoo. Okay. Anyway, how was your week this week, Keith? <laughs> You're supposed to stop asking that. I forgot. Uh, yeah. It's been a very rainy day. And I had a client call me today and said, I'm listening to your rainy day podcast. I'm like, how ironic. Considering it's raining, storming, big storms. This is rainy season. So one of the things I want to tell you guys is it's rainy season. It's going to rain. Sorry. That's what happens in the summer. Sometimes it rains all day. Sometimes it rains for five minutes. You never know. Yeah. So people ask me, what's the weather going to be like? It says rain every day. It could be raining on one side of the island and completely dry on the other side of the island. You got rain here at home and I didn't get rain at work yesterday. Five minutes apart. Also, big things are happening next month. Mr. Ice Guy and his wife come. So if you're listening, Ice Guy, I need you to shoot me a message and tell me when you're coming so we can plan to have you on the podcast. Um, If you're not, I'll I'll email you, but I'm sure you're listening. You have to be on our show. Right? Right. (laughs) Keith, they can't see you nodding. Right. It's a podcast, Dan. I call him Dan because my dad's always like, I'm going to watch your podcast. First of all, he never listens, so it's fine. But second of all, you can't watch a podcast. They can't see you, dear. Make sure you listen to his and watch his videos, doesn't he? <laughs> um, Tailgate Productions on Rumble. If you want to watch my dad's homesteading videos, he's amazing. Anyway, you'll be able to watch our podcast next week. Yes, I'm so excited. You're going to we're gonna have to get that tiki bar up outside. No. All yeah. right. It's going to be in the kitchen. Okay. So this week... I thought we would talk about Keith and I's, Keith and my, my, Keith and my, our favorite <laughs> area of Key West. What is it, Keith? You're really energetic today. This has been a lot of fun. It's late. Should we just go? I mean, screw this podcast. Come on. <laughs> What's our favorite? Old Town Seaport District. Yep. Historic Seaport District, if you want to yep. be super correct. Which you are all the time. <laughs> so, the historic seaport district is our favorite 
because again, this whole podcast is about getting off Duval Street, right? So everyone comes, they party on Duval Street, and they have no idea the gorgeousness of Key West. Gorgeousness. Gorgeousness. And the historic seaport district is our favorite for a million reasons. But one, because it has all my favorite, our favorite restaurants. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, like there's so many boats everywhere. And the boats go from literal cheap dinghies to the most expensive yachts you've ever seen in your life. Like Beyonce's yachts there, uh, Wheels. Who owns Wheels? Hendrix. Yeah, um, Hendrix Motorsports guy. I don't watch sports. Uh, But you can just imagine, he has (laughs) his yacht, which I don't even know. Look it up. It's called Wheels. And his two tenders... It's like wheels one and wheels two, wheels Yellow three. Fins, which and, are three million dollar boats. Yeah. His tender tender? Tender. Tenders. You think how how big is that yellow fin? Oh, it's a forty two. Forty two. He's got a smaller one and then he's got a little one up on top called little little, <laughs> little wheels. Little wheels. Yeah. You know, which is like <laughs> training wheels. Yeah. yeah, it's the size of my my center console, which um, is twenty two, so it's just totally ridiculous. Uh yeah. how much money is there? And then, you know, like the people that live on their boats. They take their dinghies in, and they're all there, too. Um, if you walk up and down the Seaport District... Old schooner sails. There's, like, 400 charter boats you can take. Um, again, just call me. I'll set you up with the charter boats. <laughs> but, but if you just walk the docks, let's say... These are way out of order. I'm just mm. going to tell you. Don't freak out. But if you start at where the Fort Myers... What is that boat called? The Fort Myers... The Fast Ferry? Yeah. No, Fast Ferry is the one we took to Bimini. Yeah, it's still a Fast Ferry. Dang it. The, the Fort Myers Ferry that comes from Fort Myers to here, it docks. And that's kind of where the Seaport District starts for the public. And you, Dante's. And Don, oh, why is Dante's not there? So, yeah, you, you can go to, um, sorry. I have it split up differently. Mm. That's why it's not in order. But we'll just go ahead and start. Uh, so you can walk basically from that point, and it would end what at the galleon. It would end at the galleon. At the yes. galleon, so it's a nice long walk, and there's places like a block up or so that's part of the historic seaport district. Um, so we're gonna go through in sections. We're gonna start at dining and shopping and museums and things like that. You're not gonna just take a walk. No. Oh boy. Keith's <laughs> OCD is going to die today. So, I'm going to read this little thing. You can go to keywesthistoricseaport.com, and that'll tell you all of this information, minus the fun zingers we throw in. But there's a little blurb about the historic seaport. On your next trip to Key West, you can be assured of two things. The weather will be amazing, unless it's rainy season, and you'll discover lots to do at the historic seaport. Visit the uh, Key West Historic Seaport and enjoy world-class dining, Shopping, live music, accommodations, museums, and water excursions, all while soaking up the breathtaking views. Oh, excuse me. No, this is We're not boring good. you. <laughs> I'm boring myself. It is very late tonight, so I'm sorry. The Key West Historic Seaport is a 20-acre facility that has become the go-to destination for those wishing to experience a blend of the old with the new Key West. Did you hear that, babe? 20 acres. When was the last time you heard any property in Key West described as acres? Not very often. 
Square footage is how we are down here. That's how we always say it. It's so yeah. funny because that is so true. Okay, so you want to start with dining? Sure. We're going to take your walk instead of the right walk. But... <sighs> okay. It's actually the order that the website has it in. So. No, so you went off the website because that's how we, we roll. <laughs> I'll start with Dante's to make you happy. Mm. Okay, Dante's. So Dante's is a pool bar that is topless. Um, you have to wear pasties. But look. But to be... I've been there how many times? A bazillion. A bazillion. I don't, can't even tell you how many times I've seen anything less than a bikini, though. Fantasy Fest? Yeah. And maybe the random one time. There's never... It's that girl. It's so rare. But I, the reason I say it's topless is because if you take your kids, there can be someone wearing just pasties and yep. bottoms, okay? So I'm just giving you the heads up. But... Man, their food is delicious there. It is so freaking good. You went right from pasties to food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, uh, upstairs is Prime Steakhouse. Prime Steakhouse is fan-freaking-tastic. It's comparable to, like, Ruth Chris or... What's that other one called that people go to? Morton's. Morton's, yeah. It's comparable to that. Capital Grill. Um, Places like that. It's delicious. But it's privately owned that's what makes it one up yeah it's not a chain Ruth Chris no not that I know of no it's not um do you want me to go and see if I can find these in order or just move on what will keep you a little happy okay so then there's Harpoon Harry's which y'all know we freaking love it is breakfast is what it's known for and it's packed like wait in line to get there it's a diner style but in the evenings Y'all, it is like a little hidden treasure in the evenings. Their dinner, I always refer, should I refer to it how I refer to it? Sure. This is totally a compliment. It's like you go to your favorite aunt's house and she makes you dinner. You know, it's not world-renowned food, but it's good and it's freaking cheap. Not lying to you. U.S. cheap. $12.95 for an aunt. An entree is yeah, cheap anywhere. Cheap. That's Maryland cheap. Okay? It's very affordable. They do specials. The 12 95s are specials. So, like, Wednesday, our favorite day is, um, well, this week they had um, cheeseburger, quesadillas, but it's um, Thanksgiving Wednesday. So, Spit they it out. Ew. <laughs> so they do a whole Thanksgiving meal. It's like meatloaf Monday. Taco Tuesday. I don't know exactly what it is. You can see it on their website. It's their blue plate specials. It's under, way underrated for dinner. You guys go there for dinner when you're tired of spending $200 on dinner. You leave out of there, 80 bucks. That's with drinks. If you drink. If you drink, yeah. yeah. So, Harpoon Harry's, love. Um, Pepe's, of course, for breakfast. I don't know what's happening to Pepe's. Something's happening at Pepe's. But it's they don't not, even have a line anymore. Yeah, it's so weird. Even in the summertime, they used to have a line. I don't know what's going on there, but we even it must stopped. be that bartender, Keith Hopkins. Uh, we even stopped kind of going there. So the food's always been good. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, Funky Rooster is a coffee shop over there. So freaking still called Funky Rooster. Uh, oh, I think you just messed up. No, I think it is because it. The confusion comes in because it used to be a rooster place, and now it's another rooster place, and it was a coffee shop, and now it's a coffee shop. <laughs> so, I don't really know. Look for the coffee shop with the rooster. They also do wine and stuff, so. Uh, Cuban Coffee Queen. 
by now, if you're listening to my podcast, you absolutely know what Cuban Coffee Queen is. Do I need to tell you that they have in your frozen coffee, your ice cubes are frozen coffee? <laughs> what? Yes. Iced coffee, your ice cubes are for coffee. So that way when they melt... They get it. It's so exciting if you're a coffee lover like me. Mm-hmm. What if they make Red Bull ice cubes? You could make your own Red Bull ice cubes. How about that? Um, where do I want to go to make Keith happy? Let's go to B.O.'s Fish Wagon. That makes you happy, right? I'm still in order. Sure. B.O.'s Fish Wagon, known for their fish sandwiches. It's like a old shack. It's a, it's a shanty. Like, it's a shanty. And there's like some old rusted truck out front. Mm-hmm. What kind of truck is that, babe? Oh, I don't remember. It's a little, like probably like a 50s Chevy. It's very cool. People put like stickers on it, I think too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the food's very cool and it's right there on Caroline Street. Mhm. And William. It, the, yeah, Caroline and William, the people watching. Incredible. Yeah. Uh Waterfront Brewery, trying to stay in the area. Wow, why didn't you go back towards Dante's and come back though? That would I miss. Uh what's beside Dante's before you get to Half Waterfront? Shell. Mhm. Um cuz Waterfront Brewery is behind BOs. Okay. All right. So, Waterfront Brewery, what a great place to bring your kids. There's actually an arcade in there. There's a rooftop bar. Uh, I don't know if they have the bar up there or not, but you can sit up there, and there's bands and stuff. You bring your drinks. The food, it's bar food, uh, but they are a brewery, so they do have all their own beers. Like, the Crazy Lady beer and all of that comes from there. The beers are really good. I actually very much enjoy them. And I'm not a big beer drinker, so who, who knows? But people do like them. The Crazy Lady sells like crazy. Okay. Uh, Keith, you want to do half shell? You want to walk back the other way? Yeah, now? we're going the wrong way. Now we're heading back to Dante's. We're going to go to half shell. Mm-hmm. How many years in business? They're doing a 50th anniversary party Isn't on that something? August 50 20th. years in business on the dock. On August 27th. It's from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's where you go for your oysters, your stone crab. Best stone crab, mustard, pepper. Yeah, they do a good job on it. You pick it up from there and get stone grab somewhere else if you, if you, if you don't like their stone grab. <laughs> if you're cheap, got, like yeah, us. Like us, yeah. <laughs> it's a great view of the water, great view of the whole inside of the bar is really cool. I love Half Shell. Yeah, it's a good looking place. Fun. It's a seafood place, so. And you walk do- from there, you walk by a couple other places. Can I finish? Sure. Thanks. You're doing a seafood, they're doing a seafood festival for their party for their 15th anniversary. You can go to halfshellrawbar.com, but there's going to be bands, oyster shucking, and corn shucking contests, and an Edith lookalike contest. If you didn't know, Edith is the girl on all of their signs. She's like a pinup girl. Hot redhead. It's brown hair. Is it? I think it's red. I think it's black. I think it's red. Oh, boy. Okay. My pen just ran out of ink. Sorry. So you leave there, and you walk down the dock, and you pass the old turtle crawl, and you keep going, and you go past... That's uh, the boathouse. Yeah, you were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we were talking about that. We're gonna listen. We're gonna talk about all, everything. Okay, okay. Now, now the old turtle crawl is the boathouse. We're not talking about the boathouse because it's not our favorite okay, restaurant. Okay, and now you keep walking, and you go down the dock, and there's a bunch of shops, hammerheads. No nope, food restaurants. Oh, you're not mentioning anything nope. about stores. Different section of the podcast. Okay. okay. This is all restaurants, Ooh, dear. Boy, I'm out of this podcast. I'm going to go back to watch the TV. I already said I'm dividing it up. Roll on, girl. So what's the next restaurant? Schooners? Yep. 
Scooters, classic, classic Key West. The bands are very old school style. The food, uh, the blackened fish burrito wrap. Wrap. So good. They have some good food there. Yeah. They do. It's such a we cool place. We spent Thanksgiving there one time. We did. Actually, paper, it was one of my favorites. Cheap, 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 cheap paper plates. They did about <laughs> 40 paper plates to hold up the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get a spot upstairs, Kenny Chesney is known to hang out there. Okay, keep going. We're doing restaurants still? Only we restaurants. We're not walking by Jimmy Buffett's studio or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I am. Okay, go ahead and talk about Jimmy Buffett's studio. As since- you walk the dock heading toward Conk Republic, some people call it the, the Conk, uh, what do they call it? Conk Farm, it's Conk Republic Seafood Company. Conk Farm is a local term. Yeah. If you're not local, you call it Conk Republic. Conk. So as you walk, you go up a little steps, and there's that white building with stickers all over it. That's Jimmy Buffett's studio. Many, many, many famous people still record there, along with Buffett if he's in town. Uh, Kenny Chesney was just was yeah. there in 18, yeah. recording. He recorded the Songs for the Saint album there. Yeah, we, we saw them coming in and out of the place. Yeah, we did. But there's been a couple, I mean, really cool, cool recordings coming out of there lately. You continue to walk. You come around the corner. And now you are at Conk Republic Seafood Company. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite places. You missed one. Food-wise, after schooners? Yep. Well, how did I miss food? I love being right. What are you going, Lazy Lane? Yep. I don't even know the name of that Fisherman's place. Fisherman's Cafe. Uh, Fisherman's Cafe. Their food is pretty tasty. The last time we were there, it was. Yeah, and I hear that their shrimp and grits are amazing. We're going to have to try that. So... Um, I don't know the times on that place, but I think it's like going to the coffee place that I don't want to mention right now where they're always close. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, Fisherman's is like, there's like a window on Lazy Lazy Way Lane. Lazy Way Lane runs be- in between the marker, basically, and Schooner's, the dock, and um, Jimmy Buffett's studio. Yeah, it goes all the way out to Green Street. Green St- no, that's Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Harbor Inn's right behind it, behind Lazy Lane. It's one way. Please don't go the wrong way on it. And when you hear... And if you're walking, please pay attention to people on mopeds and bicycles trying to come through. Yeah, that's how you know we're local. Because we try to get through they there. Use it, they use it as a sidewalk, and it's actually not a sidewalk. I need to add this to my do not do's in mm-hmm. Key West. Okay. Anyway. So Fisherman's Cafe, it's just like this open window. You go, you order, they give it to you in a paper, one of those half paper box things, and you eat it. I had fried shrimp, I think. It was so good. But okay, so now we're at Conk Republic. Great what, place. What's Huge Conk Republic bar. known for? Chicken tenders, man. <laughs> They'll love to know that, I'm sure. The best chicken tenders on the planet. Mm-hmm. They're actually full chicken breast, marinated for like what they tell us two days or something it's crazy some kind of some kind of italian season they put on and they bread it up man and their sauces they do it in the best they do a great job there great bartenders big bar i mean if you can't get a drink there you can't get a drink anywhere great views they have oh the view the views are three points i mean every corner you can see out it's all garage doors normally they're all opened up they have misters too when you walk by yep and then you have the one bar that you actually face the the the, uh, the seaport district. If you can get lucky enough to get a seat there, and then uh, just yeah, I mean we've had anything from fried chicken tenders to steak, and everything's really good there. They do I a great job. Love 
their filet there. Yeah. God, their steak is so good. You cut it with your fork, dip it right in ranch dressing. If they tell you it's the catch of the day, it actually is the catch of the day. They have their own boat. They have their own boat. They catch their own food. Look, real quick about every restaurant down here. Make sure if they call it the catch of the day, <laughs> it ain't the catch from the Cisco truck. Ask them if it is actually fresh today yeah. or fresh, not frozen crap off the Cisco truck because 89% of our seafood leaves Key West. Only retain 11% of our seafood in our restaurants down here and make sure you're getting it fresh. Make sure you know what's in season. If they tell you it's hogfish and it's the wrong time of the year, it's not from here. It's not fresh hogfish. It's not grouper. It's not, if it's not in season, they didn't catch it today. So just remember that. I used to come down here thinking I had fresh fish from every restaurant I ever went to, and I learned. All right, moving on. I was going to say moving on, but I didn't want to be rude. Yeah. What's the next one? The next one is white tarpon. Yep. You going to tell me I'm wrong? No, white you tarpon. Thought? No, white tarpon is so our favorite place. Yes, it is. Um. Yeah, it's very good. What are you missing on there? Great drinks, great people, okay, great wait. bartenders. Known for the key lime martini. Definitely the absolute best key lime martini in Key West. It's my favorite. I've had a few in my day. It's so good. Damn, they have jerk, jerk shrimp. Damn, they're good. They're, if you guys order their tacos, everything. I've never had anything bad there. No. Uh, I don't know what's on the menu right now because they revamped it. That was my yeah, hesitation. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to talk about their ribs and talk about all their other food, but I, I don't know what they're doing Yo, right now. They're, they're revamping. They don't have breakfast right now. They're getting a new chef. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. Belmar is upstairs. Mm, Belmar, fantastic. Belmar is a, uh, what do you call it, Italian? Coastal Italian. Coastal Italian. Um, we've been there twice. Yeah, I've loved it both times. Both times were good. Love it. Um, great views, especially if you see sit in the tables up up close to the windows. Yeah, Belmar is a little more high end, yeah. so you can go and dress up, and or you can go make casual. It's fine. Make reservations. Like yeah. yeah, it's a little high end, white tablecloth. Yeah, it's but it's very tasty and worth it. Um, then we hit A and B and Alonzo's. They're basically like seafood places on the dock, and everybody loves them. I think they're classic Key West as well. They're definitely classic Key West. Very. Um, I'm skipping over Wahlburgers because I don't care. You, why did you even bring them up? Because my brain won't let me not that, bring it they're up. They're in the old white tarpon spot, too. I don't care about the real, the, the real one, so. And y'all don't care about Wahlburgers either. Like, why, why are you going to stick a McDonald's on a dock? It's the craziest thing that they put that there. It belongs over by our outback, over in the, over in the shopping center. Yeah, there's shopping centers all over there by Home Depot and Roosevelt. You know, there's an outback there. If it would have been there, there's a movie theater. Imagine letting out the movies and hitting mm-hmm. the Wahlburgers. It I mean, been you could so put it over by Benny Hannes. I mean, yeah. that kind of stuff. Why did they put it on the dock? Yeah, That's stupid, and know. it cost them a lot of business. So, yep. anyway, A and B, and then you walk around. There was a place called Pirates Cove. Now they had sushi, they had food, but I walked by there the other day, and I know I saw people sitting there drinking. But I have a feeling they don't have food anymore. But it's just, you know, I would just go there I think for a it's drink just a anyway. Spot. It's actually attached to the galleon. And then keep on walking. 
And then you hit the galleon, which does not have food, but it does have an. If awesome you walk all the way around the dock onto the harbor side, yeah, they have a th- this galleon tiki bar, which is the, um, my favorite. Amazing views, amazing people. It's just a very cool. You don't have to be staying at the galleon, which so many people think to go there. It's great, great drinking, great time. Just don't be hungry. Yeah, there's no food. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I've heard there's hot dogs there, but sometimes they do. Some never seen grilling, hot dogs but, yeah. there. Um, watch a sunset there. It's yeah. a little local tip for you. Yeah. And that's it for restaurants. That's it for restaurants. So there's a lot of stuff to do. I have not done any of these, which is really upsetting to me. I'm going to do them. These are like your jam. Okay. So there is a Fort Jefferson Dry Tortugas Museum, uh, uh, Fort Jefferson Museum, which is obviously the fort on Dry Tortugas. Includes 11 foot diameter scale model of the 1870 historic board 30 foot long photo gallery displaying the historic highlights life-size replica of dr samuel mudd and the forts who was the fort's most famous prisoner samuel mudd was from our area he was yeah and we didn't get all the info we wanted to get to talk about that that's what i told but where why did that come that was the job you had why was that yeah but you didn't remind me what what i was supposed to do (laughs) why was mud brought up in this and on the because he was the prisoner at fort jefferson Jefferson. what's that got to do with the old seaport district do you not just listen to everything i said there's a fort jefferson museum in the seaport district where is that over there between the conch and um white tarpon is that up in that corner where um, uh, the Doc Masters store is? It has to be. You're going to make me pause this in a second. No, we're not pausing keep, anything. Keep talking. Can you talk about something? Oh, so let me, let, me, let me tell you this about the Seaport District. Okay, you do that. So, since I'm filling in here and I'm the sidekick. The, sea, the historic Seaport District was just a place that you kind of went to to meet a few people when I first started going down. Coming down to Key West, uh, probably after the 15th time of being here, of course, you know, you get, okay, what else is there to do in Key West? So I started staying right near the historic Seaport District at the Harbor Inn and fell in love with it. Walk over to the historic Seaport District. Not only that, 6.30 in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, just the sounds coming from the Harbor are amazing. The boats, the people boarding the boats, the dinging of the sail masses. I mean, just a great place to be. And then the restaurant and the bars, just such a better local feel to it. And that's why I started going and hanging out there. And, of course, I got older and I can't stay out till 2 and 3 in the morning anyway. And most of this stuff on the dock closes by at least 11-ish. I swear I think they close at 9. And some of them roll in the carpets up really early. During the busy season, I think they are an 11 o'clock thing. But that's why I started hanging out there and fell in love with it. Kelly fell in love with it just the very first time we got here. She's not a Duvall girl anyway. I guess we were a little older in our time anyway by the time we got down here. So have you ever found out where this museum thing is? 901 Caroline. So I think that's that little building where you get tickets from, you know, right there before you get to the dock. Like if you're going to Brad's boat, Mm -hmm. sorry, you know, on the left there, right by Turtle Cross. I do know what you're talking about. Yep. 
it's not on the left, it's on the right. You're thinking of the wrong spot. So where the two parking spots are over by Half Shell, I think it's in that building right there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. So right there, as you come, you continue down Margaret, and cross over, cross over um, Caroline. It's right there on your right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's the train museum. There's another one right beside it. There's another building right beside it. Oh boy, I'm not pausing this. All right. So moving on. (laughs) Um, I did look up this though. So it says, my name is Mudd. While the origin of the phrase is not directly related to Samuel Mudd, the story of the doctor's tenure at Fort Jefferson captures the trials and tribulations of those who lived on the dry island, dry tortugas. Arguably, the fort's most famous prisoner, Dr. Mudd, appears as a life-size full sculpture in a Civil War period attire, attending to his patients also accurately representative. An interpretive panel discusses the highlights of Dr. Mudd's strange journey from a country physician to imprisoned Lincoln co-conspirator to hero of the yellow fever epidemic. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he treated... What's his name? Don't even... Don't. don't. <laughs> that, that shot Lincoln, and he was he was found guilty. <laughs> um, Do you want me back to this? <laughs> Anyway, John Wilkes Booth is who he treated for the assassin after he assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Mud not knowing who he was taking care of, but they didn't do much investigating back in the day. And he was actually from uh, the Southern Maryland area where we were from. Um, so Dr. Mud's house was right in the back roads. Of, I mean, a minute away from our house. It was a famous traveled historic spot everybody went to um but very well brought up in the, in the southern maryland schools and everything you always read about him. they went there on field trips and everything samuel mudd senior was an american physician who was in prison for conspiring to with john wilkes booth concern man my eyes Concerning the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, Mudd worked as a doctor and tobacco farmer in the Southern Maryland. So that's where he was in prison was Fort Jefferson. Yeah, it's that big yellow building. Yeah, that's where I told you. Yep. Anyways, a little history lesson there. (laughs) We thought we found it funny when we found out that Mudd was imprisoned at at Fort Jefferson. we had never known that until we went out there, and it was wow. a big connection to Maryland. I remember our my nail tech sissy, who owns Nail Teeny, was telling me about it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, Reef Relief, six thirty one Green Street. It's a non private membership organization dedicated to improving and protecting our coral reef ecosystem. So you can go there. You can get an education on all things about our reef and how to keep everything safe and what they're doing to improve everything. So that's pretty neat. Um, also great to take your kids, all these places. The Sales to Rails Museum, which is in the same over there in that train thing. Um, train Museum? Yeah. The Sales to Rails Museums. Key West's newest museum takes guests through an amazing journey through the age when ships ventured through treacherous waters of the Caribbean and Gulf of Mexico 
all the way to the early 1900s and continue into the era of Henry Flagler's Overseas Railway in the early part of the century. Features a state-of-the-art exhibit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Features state-of-the-art exhibits, um, raw footage of unique artifacts, and the only scale model of Fort Jefferson in the Dry Tortugas. So anyway, that's really cool. So it's the sails and rails. So it's about the boating, you know, the old school sailing mm-hmm. and then the railway museum. I really want to go there because I know you're very interested in that railway, the old Flagler Railway. So we should check that out. Um, so then we're going to move on from that, from museums. I think I hit them all to shopping. I have to take a deep breath with the shopping because my first time there, I had a really bad experience. So we're going to skip that store altogether. And we're going to start with, it says, uh, Stingray Steve's, Captain Quick Dry, waterproof accessories, full protection from head to toe. It's all solar protection. Dragonfly, a store called Dragonfly, which is all imported items from Indonesia, jewelry, clothing, Purses and other treasures. Dragonfly is a great for um, souvenir and gift shopping. Good day on a happy planet, which is all groovy gifts. That's what it says. So shop for jewelry, collectibles, and musical instruments and more. Uh, Hammerhead Surf Shop. Hammerheads is where we get all of our sunglasses. Trendy top suit. Uh, sorry, it's it's trendy top surf apparel brands. Which blew my mind because you can't surf here, but then I realized people probably shop here to go surf in other places, right? Mm-hmm. So it's surf apparel brands, and yeah, we get all our glasses there. It has the best sunglasses to me on the island. Also, well, they have great sunglasses, and we get discounts there as locals. So <laughs> oh. it's, it's, and they're very reasonable. They're not even trying to kill you anyway. No. So they're cheaper than those those commercial or the chain sunglass places. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it has a mannequin with the biggest boobs I have ever seen in my entire life. Boobs. It's like they took a Miami mannequin and put it in front of that store. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Key West Artworks, which is a unique store for your unique people. Uh, you can shop for local art, personalized gifts, and tropical apparel. Local Colors, which has clothing and jewelry. Uh, the local treasure shops, which is coins, sea glass, and be- sea glass beads, and things like that. Max Sea Garden, y'all. That's the souvenir shop of souvenir shops. That's the one right there by Cuban Coffee Queen. Yeah, I was going to say. It always has... Um, I, you need it. You need it. You don't need it. It's there, <laughs> I promise you. There's nothing that you need there, but when you go there, you're going to buy everything. Oh, you need it. There's always wind chimes blowing there. They always have the shells outside. I love Max. You guys, Max to me is like a must-do for Key West. Yours and Mayan, which is the place everybody sees... Uh, it's on the end of Lazy Way by the Fisherman's Cafe. It's like Harbor Inn is right there. That's they always that have little, little store. wind things blowing around in circles. And the and hammock. hammocks and stuff. Bold, colorful. It's on the end by Harbor Inn. Handmade by Mayans, which I was... All right. That's what the commercial said. <laughs> so, And they have so much stuff in there. It's insane. So, fun fact. We're going to walk backwards. Going the wrong way up Lazy Lane. All the way back to Harpoon Harris. And there is a liquor store there called New Market. It's right across from Harpoon Harry's. Pretty sure that's where all of the homeless people go all day long. Right? Yeah. 
And one time I was in there at 7 a.m. And I was in a line because there's a line there at 7 a.m. And this guy said, can you make me a latte? And the guy behind the counter was like, yeah. And he went to the coffee machine and whipped it up. Y'all, this place does not look like it would have a latte machine. <laughs> I'm not even lying. How do I explain it to you? It's the corner convenience store of corner convenience stores. Where homeless people go. It's not just... I'm saying that say, because it's most of them not... Are what we, they're actually boat people. Most of them live on the boats and stuff out in the harbor. I know, but that's anchor. where... It's like, what do they call that? They call that like homeless corner or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that area. And I say you wouldn't expect a latte machine because no, you wouldn't. Expect it's kind it. of crunchy. And yeah, what's got you know the the Indian guy that owns it behind the counter? He's wonderful. Oh, he's great! And he's got the plastic shield in front of yeah. him, you know, and you slide the Y'all, stuff under. They're selling what are those things people smoke? Vapes. Vapes. They're selling vapes and like bowls and like uh, lottery, which uh, you know I'm trying to give you the idea of what this place is. Everything. You know, it's kind jammed of like, into a twenty uh, by twenty area. Everything, ice cream, beer, drinks, food. Yeah. Anyway, bathroom products. It kind of <laughs> feels a little grungy in there. Yeah, but the guy up. ordered a latte, and it blew my mind. So I started asking people around town. I'm like, "Did you guys know that New Market does lattes?" And they're like, "Y'all, you, that latte is delicious. You'll have a great time. You'll love it." I'm like, "What? I'm never ordering one there." But if you've ever ordered one there. Or, you know, no, want to go in there and try it? Let me know. Maybe I'll add it to my coffee podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, you forgot to walk towards Pepe's and talk about. Oh, what's that art? Yeah, where love you got story. Forty dollar glass from. No, that place. What is that called? That's an art gallery. That we see that guy is everywhere. A artist of artists. Mm, he's and beautiful. The stuff in there is unbelievable. It really is. It's All so beautiful. Done by either him or somebody he knows that is definitely full blown artist. My glass. So what he did was he took a, a glass and then he laid out sand and drew in the sand. Remember, and then like put this glue on the glass, and he like drew a seahorse in the glass in the sand. And then rolled the glass over top of it and then sealed it. And the seahorse is in the sand. Y'all, it's so beautiful. I have to put a picture up on my social media. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. I think the glass was like 40 bucks or something. That was nice. crazy expensive. And which is kind of crazy for Kelly to hold a $40 glass. Yeah, I kind of just display all it. Of them. <laughs> Any nice glass, believe me. True story. It's breaking. Yeah. So, anyway, that art gallery. And then there's a place called Love Story, which is super expensive. But, man, is her stuff beautiful. I bought my mom a flamingo towel, like a uh, tea towel there. And she has it in her house, and she loves it. And it's so beautiful in there. I love it so much. There's a couple other shops. I didn't name everything to do in the Seaport District, but those are kind of the main ones, right? So, yeah. All right. That's it, right? That's it. All right. I'm going to quickly read this review because it's five stars. And I love everyone that gives us five stars. Great weekly virtual Key West, whatever. It stops there because it cuts off and it won't let me click it to see how long those are. So when you leave your titles, shorten. The name is Ferrari Nut. Five stars. I guess that guy likes Ferraris. I guess so. (laughs) I have been listening to Kelly's podcast for a year now because my wife and I were planning a week in Key West in October of 21. Our first big trip since COVID. 
We had been to Key West twice before, but it had been several years and we wanted to do some new things on our trip. Kelly and Keith do a great job sharing great restaurants, fun things to do, and local tips to make it an even better visit for anyone making a trip to Key West. I can say that we did things we would not have done. Wait, sorry. Uh, that we, okay. I can say that we did things we would not have had done if I had not listened to the podcast. It just helped us create a great menu of options that we referred to and planned. Example, sandbar trip. That made our week amazing. I did contact Kelly to help with some things, but it was after we had already booked a lot. Next trip, Kelly. Aww. I still listen to the podcast weekly while I am hiking or at the gym. And it always puts me in a great mood and leads to daydreaming about my next trip down to Key West with my wife. Kelly and Keith have a great natural style and is fun, honest, and playful and just what we can all use in the world filled with not always great news. Oh, that's sweet. Thanks for keeping it real, light, and authentic. Sean HPS. Love both Mark Barato's episodes and bought a Backyards of Key West piece of art for my wife last Christmas. Oh, good for you. I don't know if you guys saw it, but for our anniversary, Keith and I, when we got married, we were trying to elope, and his sister, Lori, found out that we were getting married, and in turn, we had to invite people to our elopement. (laughs) So we weren't trying to do anything spectacular, so we didn't have a photographer. And we had just have, like, cell phone pictures that everyone sent us. So Lori, Lori had your camera and took a lot of pictures. Yeah. No, no. I mean, but we, we didn't, didn't have, have a photographer. photographer and Lori wanted to watch the wedding. So, uh, you know, anyway. Exactly. So I had some pictures blown up for Keith, but also for me, and done in Mark style, which is called Guichelet. Guichelet. Dang it. It's, I hope, it's I hope Mark's to be not very listening. French, so however you say that <laughs> butchered. name, that, it don't, don't butcher it up. But it has a style. It's like a wavy, cool yeah. style. So I had our wedding pictures blown up, and now we're going to hang them up, and it's very cool. Yep. Okay. Anyway, tune in next week. Weren't you supposed to give a shout-out to one of the other sponsors? Who? Who was a sponsor this week? Not with this week. It was a well, sponsor that that we've already talked about, what, twice but we haven't can you just spit it, it out while. i don't know what you're talking about but food oh i have to do the research for that so no, no not this week next week we'll no. do that yeah all right sorry sorry next week anyway thank you guys for tuning in this week make sure you're following my social media uh in my stories on instagram kelly the concierge girl and kelly hopkins on facebook i'm gonna start putting out times of when we'll be live making margaritas Good putting Keith on the spot. See you next week, guys. See what? See you next week, guys. Just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you should have a podcast. Mm, Because everybody has one. (laughs) Bye. Bye.